What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 446 of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. I know last week we had sort of jokingly said we would do a romance one. I promise that is coming, but it is not going to be this week because this week I am joined by my friends Tiffany and Sydney. Hello, ladies. Hi. You both have been on before and um, welcome back. Thank Thank you. you. Super excited. Yeah. So how are things? (laughs) <laughs> what is time quarantine crazy <laughs> i know i'm like i don't know what to talk about because i'm out of books <laughs> yeah. whereas i've gone the other end and gone off the deep end and have read so many books this year <laughs> i think See, i'm that's... the yeah i think i bridged the gap where i was reading a lot and then i had a huge gap of time where i just watched all nine seasons of the office without stopping and then Last night I finished a book. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> Go me! Yay! Yeah. Um. I will say this. I the the new Overdrive feature hold redelivery oh. is quite magical right now. Yes, Making I was just about to say that, Jill, and that's sort of been determining where I go with my reading. It's, mm-hmm. you know, okay, this title is available now, and I can either, for the most part, I'm like, okay, yep, that's what I'm reading next, yeah. but sometimes if I know a little bit more about the title, I think, maybe not now. <laughs> maybe not now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not now. now. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, please deliver later. Yes. <laughs> also, <me>. like, everything. <laughs> one of the deliver titles, everything later. <laughs> one of the titles was Crisis in the Red Zone. Oh, what? Um, have you guys ever read The Hot Zone? Yes. So it's another Richard Preston title Ooh. that was recommended <clears throat> by a friend of mine, and I did read it, and um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I can't say that um, it was necessarily helpful, but it wasn't as harmful <laughs> as I expected it to be. Uh, it's about the 2014 Ebola outbreak, and... Um, okay terrifying but also i like science so (laughs) (laughs) as i giggle about that book sorry everyone no it's fine i i really enjoy the hot zone but that's one of those books where it's in the beginning they just like he's just like we're just gonna drop you right in and oh yeah describe in detail what ebola looks like and like how people react to it and I'm I'm like, you know what? This was very early in all of this, like March or something. I'm like, I'm gonna read this book over breakfast. That was a no. 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 That was I, a no. I, that was I a usually no. can like eat my way through whatever, but this I was like, I need to not eat right now because I really like literally think I'm going to be sick. 
because Absolutely. it's so descriptive, which I appreciate because it definitely forces you to understand the context yes. of what is happening. But mm-hmm. whew, there is no, there's no, no build part. up. And it's this just was, like right there. It, this was much the same. And I think maybe it was good for, for me to, it helped me process a lot of what's going mm-hmm. on, even though this is obviously a very different virus. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it made me even more grateful for all of the, scientists and researchers and doctors who are combating this and also researching you know this and other um possible epidemics going Mm -hmm. forward so yeah i i I feel like you guys are super brave i have been (laughs) i've been avoiding everything and just trying to read things (laughs) when i can read um which i know we're going to talk about that lack um when i can read i've been dismissing books out of hand so speaking of a an overdrive feature i love tagging Mm. so if i start a book and i'm like oh not now i literally have a tag called not now and i tag a book so that i can just get back to it later because there are things i want to read where i'm like you know what maybe later in the summer or sometimes it's atmospheric sometimes it's like oh this would be much better if it was you know windy out if it was november and sometimes right or sometimes it's just like if i read this now it's going to impact my mood, my outlook, you know, I just, I feel like I'm more heavily hit by things right now. And part of it is that, I mean, not that audience necessarily needs to know this, but I spent the first two months of the outbreak um, moving. So I had made plans to move right before all of this hit. And so in, at the time I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is just terrible and everything is, is so hard and I have to pack and I have to do all this stuff. And it wasn't until we got to the new place that I was like, oh, what a great distraction that has been. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like the first pages of the hot zone where I'm like, well, now I'm just fully in it. I went yes. from being completely distracted. I had work, I had packing, I had moving, I had other things going on in personal life. And then all of a sudden I was just in it with the rest of the world. And I felt like I had done none of that processing. So maybe reading something that was more like what was going on in the world would have been helpful, but I I definitely didn't do that. And so now that I'm starting to get back into reading, I'm really, I'm being very cautious with the titles that I start. Like, and they can be happy, positive ones. There was a a romance novel I started and I picked a few pages and I was just like, this is just not for me right now. Not now. Hit that not now tag and and we'll we'll revisit it in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be fair, I... um... capped off crisis in the red zone with all three um to all the boys i've loved before which i never read so you know it's it's a balance i cannot recommend that everyone read crisis in the red zone right now (laughs) i think that would not be a great idea for most um but binging a ya romance series was also delightful so what you're saying is you don't want the three of us to get together on Netflix party this weekend and watch Contagion <laughs> together? I, I thought mean, you were going to say that to all the boys I've loved oh, before movies, oh. and I was like, that sounds well, delightful. That, I actually haven't seen the second one. I know we're not here to talk <laughs> movies, but I'm definitely here for a, uh, a YA movie watching party. Okay, books. I've been books tempted to watch Contagion, but oh, uh, let's maybe not. Well, Books. also, I should say I that. that I was looking this weekend because we were doing some movie watching with um, our friends, and 
people are being real shady right now. You have to purchase it. It's not free on streaming. They're like, oh, I bet a lot of people want to oh, see wow. this right now. You can pay for it. I'm like, oh, I see you. I see how you are. <laughs> oh, I have feelings. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, that's kind of. How do we make money off of this? Because I think crisis? it was streaming before. It was. It absolutely oh, was. I remember no. it coming up on my stream well before all this started and being like, oh, I oh, saw that dear. in the theater. I've been haunted my entire life by it. Let's not. And now look, my wildest nightmares are coming true. Now, Sydney, you have read something, and it was not a light and fluffy one. <laughs> so, finally... I'm just saying. Decided. Right. So I went from... What was I reading before that? Um, I actually have... I have to bring up Libby because I have the like history to that. I was reading a bunch of YA and not all of it was light and fluffy, but it was sort of like, Hey, I don't have to deal with all this crap anymore because I'm not 17. Thank God. Um, here we go. I read by the book. That was really cute. Um, I read, sorry, I have to kind of, I'm seeing things that got sent to not now, not now, not now. There's a long list of that um i read some casey west um i read my eyes are up here like i so a lot of ya a lot of you know oh we ride upon sticks like a lot of things where i was like oh yeah like some light some dark <laughs> and then two days ago maybe a day and a half ago i'm a very fast reader i decided it was time to read nine pows <laughs> And I, I think you like, read it in a day and a half for like I two did. days because when you texted me yesterday and said you finished it, mm -hmm. I had to go back because I was like, didn't you just start <laughs> reading did. this? Did. So my, my day is basically divided into work and then whatever escapism I drop myself into wholesale. And occasionally there might be like, you know, some food or like a walk around the block or something like that. But it's really pretty, pretty neatly divided between those two things. So I am definitely a, an immersive reader mm -hmm. where I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I should go to the bathroom sometime this hour. That would probably <laughs> be a good idea. Or like, oh, when did I finish dinner? I didn't remember putting the fork in my mouth. Um, but yeah, I, love I books like that too. Mm -hmm. it, it, I do it with Anything, I was going to say, much, yeah, for you, but, it's anything. I love when a book can do that to me. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Ninth House was incredible. Um, but yeah, not super, not light and fluffy. It wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily <laughs> be one I recommend if you're looking for something light and fluffy, let's just say. Mm -hmm. yeah. Halfway through, I was like, oh, okay, well, here we go. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I, I had a similar experience where I was sort of just plowing through it, mm -hmm. um, which sometimes I'll have the book uh, and slowly drifting through chapters. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm only finishing this because I'm, I'm a, I won't quit a book. It's oh. very hard for me to quit a book. I'm not a quitter, um, which is, I wish I could be a quitter in this equation here. Um, but that one I found, I was coming back to very quickly. Mm. I'm a super quitter these days. I don't know. I think Teach it's- me your ways. I honestly think it's because I used to not be a quitter and then- <laughs> I met people like Jonathan Franzen <laughs> and I was just like, oh, <laughs> why did I do this to myself? Like everything's terrible. Why would I do this? <sighs> um, or just like a really weak story or I, I, I don't mind predictable if I like where it's going. I don't mind 
you know, tropes and things I've seen before. Like, oh, I embrace that. I don't have to be surprised. You don't have to throw something out there for shock value. I don't care if I'm always trying to, I don't have to figure out the twist before the end. I just want to feel like I can engage with it in an immersive way. That's just how I am. But like I said, there, there was, I don't even want to call it out because it's not that it's a bad book. It was just one of those things where a few pages in, I was like, I, this is just not for me. Not for me. It's just, yeah. I'm getting better at it, but I, I have not always been this way. Yeah. Oh no, I'm definitely a quitter. And I sometimes get very angry in my quitting. Like it takes, <laughs> Like certain things, there's just like a line and I'm mm. like, no, no, I'm, I'm done. I get very mad about it and I will text people <laughs> as you all know, but um, my most dramatic, <laughs> my most dramatic was back in the day, I was a huge Twilight fan mm-hmm. and I like read all the Twilight books and then the fourth one came out breaking down and I was super excited. And then there was one scene, yep. I'll be the imprinting and I yep. slammed the book uh, shut mm-hmm. and imme- I like, mm-hmm. I immediately took my books to half price book and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's exactly what I did. That's amazing. That's exactly what I did. I went so far. So this is when Borders, RIP Borders, um, was still a thing. I was very dramatic at the time. I went so far as to take it back to Borders and be like, I need to return this book. And they were like, what? And I was like, it was so bad. And they're like, you read it. I mean, my friends worked at Borders. So I was actually talking to a person that I knew. And they were like, you can't do that. So I took it to half price. Same scene, same thing where I was like, I've wasted how many hours of my life on this series yep. to just be like screwed by this? Oh, yep. yeah, 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 a little I, icky, yeah, little icky. I was just like, no, thank you. <laughs> I will also say that, that I, I quit. <laughs> I fell prey to the everybody's reading Fifty Shades of Grey. It was ninety nine cents on Kindle one day, and then I tried. To <laughs> I wanted to be like, who can I pay to? Un- who can I pay to unread this? <laughs> I remember my coworker was like, you have, you just have to read it. Just read the first one. It's fine. And so I did. And I asked her why she made me do that. And then she said, I promise you they get better. No, really? The second one. Like, I just promise you, and then you'll be hooked and it'll be fine. And I was like, so I think I went online and bought this, like the, the group. Yeah. I think I had checked out it, checked it out from the library. And then if it was in a set of three, it was, you know, whatever price. Right. Um, I read the second one and I will, I, I will call myself a spite reader. As you guys are sure. quitters, yeah. I, I like rage read. Well, I do that yeah, too yeah, yeah. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and I rage read the second one and that third one is still sitting sure. over here. If anybody knows anybody who in a very different vein, I listened to a really great audiobook recently. Um, it's Good Talk, a memoir in Conversations by Mira Jacob. Ooh. I did not realize, I think that the print version is a graphic novel, and oh. I didn't know that. And um, she, it's, it's conversations with her husband, with her family, with her child, all about race in America. And um, her husband is Jewish. She is Indian American. And it was, I loved it. It had a full cast. She reads oh, that's awesome. part. It had, you know, some of the sounds in the background, mm-hmm. which sometimes can be over heavy handed, yeah. mm-hmm. but this one was not. I flew through it and I really, really liked it. It was just uh, an easy read. She mm-hmm. tackles really hard subjects in in a, a light manner. I don't want to say a light manner, but she tackles sure. them in a way that's really approachable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if anybody's looking for a good audiobook, um, I really liked that one. That sounds awesome. Oh, Tiffany, were you and I talking about how 
you do more nonfiction audio? Yes. Same. I tend to, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If it's a memoir, if it's um, <laughs> self-help, crisis in the red That's zone. Yeah. <laughs> or self-help. Yes, self-help, absolutely. Um, I find that that's really approachable in audio, yeah. whereas with its, when it's fiction, most of the time I really want to dig down to that Me writer's too. writing and their style, so. Yeah, same. I was, it was, um, I find myself, like, if you look at my have read <laughs> list, mm-hmm. it's pretty evenly divided that way. And I'll often now, I mean, I, I used to be less of an audiobook reader, and then obviously when I was commuting, I was doing a lot more audiobook listening. Um but now I, I seek it out for that divide. It's like, if I'm going to be spending mm-hmm. a day yeah. doing something, cleaning, walking, working out, whatever it is, I will, I will search for audiobooks over music now, which is pretty cool. Um, and I feel like it's enabled me to, I know, for, I've always been a fiction reader. I feel like nonfiction hasn't, I, I don't know, maybe this is like a very uninformed thing to say, but I feel like the quality of nonfiction has gotten more approachable over the last few decades and so the idea of picking up a non-fiction book for fun obviously I was younger and maybe that just wasn't my jam at the time um but now I feel like everything is a bit more appealing or even the stuff that might not be super appealing is written in a more approachable layman's way um and so I'm finding much more interest and joy in it I never Um, thought of it that way and I think yeah I think you're right either that or I've reached like the when my parents would listen to NPR, like, <laughs> please turn this off. Why yep. are we not listening to Ace of Base? Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm like, give me all of the information. So it's like a great combo. It's like, okay, maybe my tastes have matured, but also yep. the quality has gotten so much better that it's really digestible. No, I think it's probably a combination, but I do feel like nonfiction has become like popular nonfiction is a thing yeah. now that I don't yeah. know if it necessarily was right before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about how we're not reading or how people aren't reading? I mean, I know, (laughs) Tiffany, you're tipping the scales in the other direction, which I super admire because I feel like this was the time that if I could have, I would have been burning through books. But this is also the time when if I could have, I would have been burning through a lot of stuff. Like somehow I picked up a snacking habit that's well beyond anything I've ever had in my life. I've always (laughs) been a snacker, but now all I want our snacks because the snacks um, are right there they're right there <laughs> and right costco there. delivers them large oh uh, yeah <clears throat> i become obsessed with also the giant tub snacks. of jelly bellies <laughs> haven't ordered those because i know myself and i will get sick i will make i don't know how i don't have no off button when it comes to sweets but um i thought like this is the time that you asked for you know what i mean kind of like this is the time that you always wish you had to read to create it now all the things i'm reading just in the news are kind of like hey so this is the time span you asked for but not the quality of time absolutely hoped for because you're just secretly silently in the background you know dealing with the pandemic so there's that um but yeah I, i find that i'm I find that my book picking now that I'm kind of back into reading is very different from where it was before all of this started. So I'm interested in like all of the stuff you found to read and Jill, your other extreme too, which is <laughs> what is yeah. book? not more, reading? Jill. What yeah. is book? I don't know what books are anymore. Um, let me see. I meant to look up like the, I haven't, like I talk about books, obviously I've talked about books for the past like two months on this podcast. Spoiler right. alert. I don't think I finished any of those books. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And I feel like that's not going to be talked about enough that reading is hard right now. Yeah. And yeah, I think, you know, we're in this place where, um, I guess I last finished a book. Uh, I finished the Ruth Ware book. That's right. Mm. I did. Okay. Which one was, um, she's a, she's a, um, new one coming out in September, I think. Ooh. And so I had an advanced copy. Um, that was a, like all of her books, you know, it's like that closed locked room type thing. It is a, it is a corporate retreat of a tech startup. Which oh. is just, yeah. So I did finish that one. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a small list <laughs> of books that I finished despite talking about them. And a lot of the ones I've talked about on the podcast have been older ones like that I read mm-hmm. years okay. ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, reading is hard right now. So that's why I mean when I'm like, I have all these books on hold and then they come in, I'm like, no, thank you. Deliver later, please. Because yeah. I don't want to miss out. Like, I really want to read these books, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's not happening right now. So, yeah. and I have two yeah. things I'm thinking, like, I'm wondering if part of what's hard about it is that either, you know, it's going to be too stark a contrast. Like you, you know, you read books to escape, but you also read books to relate or you read books to expand your mind, whatever your reasoning is for that particular story. But if you can't relate to it, cause you're kind of like, Oh, it must be nice for you in your camper right. van, or it must be nice for you in your like concert or whatever you're reading about. I, I feel like the harsh reality right now is so far removed from what you might be reading in fiction. That's almost too fictionalized. And I think the other thing is that, there are some books like I'm, I'm happy that ninth house was as dark and supernatural and gripping as it was. And there was enough of a distinction between what it is in reality, because I wonder if it had been lighter or if it had been more relatable, if being in these weird times would have somehow like sullied the book for me. You know what I mean? Like if I looked back at this and I was like, well, I can't ever forget that the first time I read X book, you know, because I'm a big rereader too. So if I think about a book or want to go back and reread it, like a lot of it is kind of imprinted with this time period. And I'd be like, oh, remember when you were stuck indoors for 900 years? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So I'm a big rereader too. And I feel like that's what I'm going to have to do. Um, And sort of is related to what you were referenced recently with my other activities but you talked about how you had just rewatched the office and i know mm. you have watched the office before oh yeah i have rewatched mad men for the second time in six months <laughs> <laughs> that is not a small commitment that is that show is i just watched it yeah back in like november december probably when i took off for christmas and mm-hmm. um yes and then i'm like you know what we're gonna watch it again because i know the story and I know the character and I know what's going to happen which is why I will probably start rereading books because like I think that's part of the challenge with reading things I've never read before that are new is that I feel because I you know so it's like one of those things where you put on a tv show as background noise Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you don't really have to pay attention right you can zone in and out because Mm -hmm. you know what's happening especially if it's something like The Office or The Mad Men where I've seen like a million times. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with books, it's helpful with books. Like I just reread the other Bolin Girl Mm. sometime within the last past month. I don't have the date on it on my little spreadsheet. But but like that's one that again, I've read so often that I don't have to like super focus on it, Mm -hmm. but I can still get through it. When I have something that's new, I feel like I need to pay attention because I don't know what's happening yeah. and I don't yeah. have the attention span for that. Yeah. So we'll probably be dipping into all my old books. 
I did, however, just check out recently, related to Mad Men, um, the unofficial Mad Men cocktail book. Ooh. <laughs> oh. It's like a cookbook. Even... Wait, I think it's like a whole cookbook, but there's a section on cocktails because, of course, there is. Right. Um... <laughs> that's what you have midday with your secretary. Shh. Don't tell anybody that. So, yeah, it's the unofficial <laughs> Not <Mad> you. Men... <laughs> Maybe you, but I just meant one. That's what one yeah, no, does. It's the unofficial this. Mad Men cookbook. And, uh, yeah, so I've been on sort of, like, a cocktail binge. Not mm-hmm. binge. That sounds terrible. Don't... <laughs> We're all alcoholics in exploration. Right. An exploration. Despite having, yes, been someone who drank cocktails in college, I never actually made them myself. And then um, we have been doing that. And, uh, or I have, um, trying, uh, trying cocktails. And so I was like, oh, there's, like, a whole cookbook about Mad Men food, but also cocktails. Oh, so good. <laughs> That sounds amazing. I remember when I lived in New York, my friends had a Game of Thrones cookbook, mm-hmm. and they would they they were I they were awesome. They would cook stuff like that. They would also have we had like a giant sleepover one time um, with just a huge group of people, and they in the morning made breakfast because there was a breakfast beer that went with it. Nice. And so so yeah, but I remember that uh, Game of Thrones cookbook, and they used to make things out of that that were fabulous. They were oh, so good, so good. Yeah. That sounds so fun. I didn't, it's so funny because that's an entire genre of books that I don't consider books yeah. <laughs> because it's piecemeal. Right. But I mean, how fun is that? Like, so my husband loves to cook and he loves specifically to cook um, Asian food. And so, you know, as he's been kind of working through his own feelings about the pandemic, I will come out of the office and sometimes he'll just be sitting at the dining room, like having coffee or petting the cat or whatever. And he always has a couple of his cookbooks open and looking through things. And in my head, I was like, oh, he's looking for something to make for dinner. But why does he have four books open? He's probably just like self-soothing and being like, interesting. Oh, Mm -hmm. like reading it like a book that literally has not occurred to me until this moment wow yeah. i also um homemade life by molly weisenberg she had the orange jet blog i don't know if any of you are familiar mm-hmm. with this mm-hmm. um i followed her blog for a long long time she had lived in paris and then she moved and she met her husband sort of online through her blog and they moved out to seattle and started a pizza place and mm-hmm. um she's got a, a memoir cookbook about her and her time with her father and uh, i had noticed like her last blog post was in late 2018 and I was sort of like I wonder like I wonder I wonder what and then I just saw yesterday that she's coming out with a another memoir and it's all about how she's fallen in love with a woman she has (gasps) a husband she has a toddler (laughs) and sort of like where where her life and I was like want to read click right now so I'm excited for that I'm not sure when the publication date is but that also reminds me that what I'm listening to right now um is it was a recommendation from my cousin actually and it's Untamed by Glennon Doyle Um, oh yeah I've heard great things about that I've not read anything else and I guess she I mean has a huge following Mm -hmm. and I'm sort of I always wonder like where, uh, these blind spots where I'm like, right. how have I never heard of this person before? Um, and this one is more a memoir, more more focused on her divorce from her husband after she also fell in love with Abby Wambach, the um, soccer player. And it's so like, it's very inspirational in a way where I'm like, am I just like, do I really just need some like 
is it because of the times we're in right now right. that I need some rah rah happy? But change your life. There's been so many times where it's just those little lines that if I could mm-hmm. keep them in my head more often, I think I would be maybe a more productive or a happier human or a little bit more free to be myself. Um, and it's uh, a book that I think I'm I'm definitely going to get that that hard copy to have on my shelf. Oh, that's to, awesome. To go back to and she does narrate the audiobook. I'm about halfway through, um, mm-hmm. but I'm really liking that one. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, I know a lot of people who are big fans of hers. It's somewhere along that, like, I don't want to, like, equate these, but, you know, you get certain feelings when you'll read, like, Brene Brown or Elizabeth Mm -hmm. Gilbert, and she's friends with Elizabeth Gilbert. So um, it's kind of in that that line, and I know that's not everybody's bag, but Mm -hmm. I feel like I need some of those titles every now and then, like, once every (laughs) couple months to be like, yeah, like, you've got this. Right. (laughs) I, I feel like I sort of parcel out those titles too where it's just like I I could you know I can't really binge read a bunch of things that are I don't want to call them self-help because it's not I I feel like that has such negative connotations these days but it's just sort of like reflective or that has have a an inward component to them Mm -hmm. um but for my birthday this year I'm super excited my cousin bought me a hard copy and it's an absolutely beautiful cover of you were born for this Ooh. astrology for radical self-acceptance nice and like i'm gonna i know you guys can't see uh there in the audience but i'm gonna share my screen so that my two friends here can see the cover it really is that iridescent Ooh. Yeah, see it? isn't it cool oh my goodness so, <laughs> yeah super excited and um so that's gonna be one of those things where it's like i'm almost like my Brene browns and my uh, you were born for this. Like I'm kind of saving those and parceling them out. So yeah. it's just like this month, I'm going to look at this and then give myself time to to think or to to do something from it. And some of them I'm going to listen on audio, and some of them I'm going to read. And but it's interesting that you said that you're listening to the audiobook right now, and then you plan to buy a like a paper or print mm-hmm. copy to have. I do that too, where it's like there are several books that I have in digital and print. Mm-hmm. But I think the idea that there's something that you listened to and it made such an impact but now you want the print version yes and i get that like that college idea of like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go through this with a highlighter and like some some you know post-it notes and make some notes in here and and try and remember like you said yeah i wish i could keep those lines with me and i feel like having that print version sometimes does that and i think Um, because it's a memoir there's just shorter chunks in there so like if it were on my nightstand i could pick that up and read through it really quickly if i'm just Mm -hmm. you know wanting to fall asleep um so and i think you're absolutely right like the concept of parceling them out it's because i think if you if you have and this is really it's like memoir meets that you know um but even even the self-improvement or whatever they are um, if you read that all the time, eventually, like all of it just sounds the same. It's too many and, lives. I have too many lives in yeah, my head. <laughs> and, and it's like, okay, sometimes you could have like competing thoughts. Well, you should be mm-hmm. more like this or you right. should be more like this. Um, and, but every now and then it's nice to have that sort of like nudge. But then yes. aside from that, I want to like immerse myself in some uh, nonfiction, like what research mm-hmm. is behind this or just a really, really good story. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just started last night because I finished 9,000 then was like, well, now what do I do? <laughs> um, I was going to start watching another show. And then I was like, well, that seems like a slippery slope right there. That seems like you, that's going to be your purpose until the, the show is finished. And what if it's multiple seasons? Like I was thinking maybe I will rewatch Firefly because it's <gasps> off season. Oh, nice. Oh my God, it's so good. But I just, 
I I think I own it on DVD. So I was like, I'm not getting out of bed to like go to the DVD (laughs) player. That sounds like a lot of work. Um, So I started reading Normal People last night. Ooh, yeah. Because I know that it just came out with a, is it a miniseries or is it a movie? I don't know. I'm actually not sure. But it was one of those where I was like, everyone's just like raving, 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 raving. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do what I am instinctually drawn to do, which is to read the book first. Um, and I started it, and at first I was just like, I do not like this prose. I do not like how this mm. is going. And then I, I got a couple more chapters in, and I was like, okay, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to see where it goes. So jury's still out. I'm enjoying it so far, but it's very different from what I would normally read, just in terms of style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel yet, but I, I feel like people have been talking about it being very transformative for them and like immersive, and that they're just like, oh my God. And they're, you know, people who are like, I was so affected by the, the, show dash movie that they're <laughs> rewatching that so i'm just like I, I don't know if it's going to be the same experience if it's going to you know make me want to watch its its visual counterpart or what but mm, yeah i'm excited yeah. to start this journey yeah. no I, I i'm the same way i want to read it before i get into it and I, I think it's funny that you can have very different impressions of of what's on the screen versus what's on the yeah. page Yes. Um, for all the Jenny Han books, I really enjoyed the books far more than I enjoyed the movies. The movies were really. Fun. I know. I know. I just oh. felt like there was. <laughs> I just. I have feelings about that. Go. Oh. <laughs> um, I. I think. I think the reason why is because I finished the first book and watched the first movie, not realizing mm-hmm. that the first movie included part of the second book. Right. So I had wished. I, I wish I had finished all of them before mm-hmm. I sort of gave into that. Um, but I watched, so I watched those, and then I also read all of the um, Joe Hill Lock and Key graphic novels, oh. and then watched Lock and Key, and it was really interesting to see which parts of the storyline were kind of changed and where they brought it in mm-hmm. the end, um, but I, I enjoyed that one as well, so, and uh, that's probably why I've read so many books this year, because, you know, I could right. really just yeah. go so quickly, yeah. um, and there's like five of them, so... Um, but I, cool. I have since then switched to Ozark, which I don't believe <laughs> in the book. Hopefully there's um, no book not. attached to it. Oh, thank good Lord. Yeah. But I, I, again, wouldn't think I would have gone so dark during yeah. this time, but I, it's sort of making me feel like, well, that's a lot worse than what I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> right. There's, there's some comfort in that where it's just like, well, yeah. at least I'm not dot, dot, dot. Yes. yes. The only yes. Um, book to, well, I did two late last year, the like book to show. Mm-hmm. Um, switch was I and I was I was very I did not expect the outcome that it had which is that I watched the Dublin murder series that the the town of French books Mm -hmm. that they took the first two and turned it into a mini series and I was like this is gonna suck because how do you take town of French especially that second book if you've read it the likeness and turned it into a tv series but I was mesmerized they did a great job and it was one of those things where whoever wrote and whoever directed that series was so smart about what they kept and what they abandoned and how mm. they combined them to be like, this is its own text. Like you can read mm-hmm. those books and make those right. comparisons, but you should approach this as something different. Yeah. And it was extremely successful for me and for my friend who we watched it together and we both are huge fans. Whereas BBC can eat it with their golden compass series they did the exact same thing that they did with the first i know i'll get a lot of hate for this and i don't care that they did with the first two harry potter movies where i was like you don't have to be literal to be successful Mm -hmm. you actually sucked every bit of joy out of the and those are my 
hands down my favorite books of all time. Do you mean the HBO cool. one or did BBC do a separate BBC one? did one. Oh. Have you seen BBC the HBO one? one? I don't think so. Is it? It's not the same I don't know. Was it late last year? No. So I've watched the Golden Compass movie, the one that like Daniel Craig sure. and Neil Goodman, which honestly wasn't terrible. Like I, I, they got a lot of hate and I think they did okay. Like I, I think they did just enough to be like, all right, it followed it. But that BBC miniseries was like word for word, moment for oh, moment. No. And it was just like in every, every Each like, one. <laughs> right, exactly. And like everyone, super competent actors, like, um, Oh my god, I can't remember her name. I keep wanting to say Polly Walker because I, she's another oh, Ruth Gordon. I Ruth do Gordon. Love. Ruth Wilson. Oh my god, Ruth Gordon is way dead. Hello, um, Ruth Wilson is uh, Mrs. Coulter, and she was sinister AF and incredible. Like everyone in it was super talented. It's the like, same one. Did them. James yeah. McAvoy play Azrael? Yeah, it's the same one. Who cast him? I mean, he actually, I shouldn't say that. He did a great job. He did a great job. But it that was as baffling to me as Daniel Craig, where I was like, what? Like, how do you, what? Yeah. Who? Um, but yeah, that, that, that disappointed me greatly. But well, I love the idea of Joe Hill graphic novels. and mm-hmm. I yeah. have really good things about that show. And I they like, like change enough where I'm like, okay, I see exactly why you had to do this. Yeah. Um, but not so much where I felt like it wasn't true to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting because it, you know, the main characters are really three teen, well, not, they're not all teenagers, but mm-hmm. two teenagers and their younger brother. Um, and I still was sort of, I, I don't know if that's necessarily like the kind of I wouldn't necessarily be the audience for that on most right. occasions, but I still was like, ooh, like, let's see how this plays out next. Mm-hmm. Not because I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but I wanted right. to see how they were going to visualize that on the screen. Um, but Sydney, in all of your sadness about uh, the Golden Compass, I will note that you've brought joy to me because you've reminded me that I have not yet read the likeness, and that is 100% the next print oh. read. Oh, oh my God. I love Tana French's writing so much, oh and have you not read the likeness yet? It's so I know it's like the best of all of them. So Honestly, so I think it's because I've been told that. I mean, by you guys oh. and by others, and it's like I've almost been saving it. Yeah, That's fair. I will allow that. Here's yeah. the good thing: if you finish the likeness and you're like, they were all right, and if you think we're all crazy, that's fine. Like you read the book yeah, and you finish true. it. That's great. If you're like, oh my god, how will I ever reclaim that joy? Then you read the Secret Place. Okay. Which is yes. my second favorite time. Yes. Okay. The likeness, the secret place, and then in the woods. Yeah. Because I, I, I liked in the woods. In the end, I'm like, I'm not sure if this was like a, a three, four, or five star. Like, I'm kind of right. But the writing was 100% yep. five star. I was like, yep. let me read She's more incredible. of this. Yeah. yeah. The likeness is one of those where I just like, I reread it last year and was just like, I'm going to die. And now you're reminding me that I want to reread The Secret Place because that was the first one in a lot. Like, I love all of her books. Well, except the witch elm sorry tana but i, I did not like book. that one i did not like that I one either it. i couldn't finish um, it i heard yeah, a lot I, of people say i that. finished it it took me a really long time to finish it but i no. finally like went back to it it was like grad school or i was like i'm quitting okay i'll come back 10 years later um but i i've read all the other ones in this in the grouping it's not exactly sequels or series but and i was like this is good yeah this is good and it wasn't until i got to the secret, secret place, place where i was like oh it's back it's she's back with a vengeance so you've got two more to look forward to it occurs to me, Sydney, somehow we've not had this discussion, but between discussing the likeness, Secret Place, and then Ninth House, I feel like you are like me and have, like, my absolute favorite type of book is um, Murder at an Educational Campus with a close-knit group of suspicious characters, and I feel like... <laughs> 
<laughs> we have somehow so, not had this conversation. If somebody could put that, and it's really funny because when I was in my grad program, there was this girl from Australia, I think her name was Georgina. Georgina, if you're out there somewhere, somebody wants you to finish your damn book. <laughs> if you could take all of those elements and put it at a boarding school. Oh, mm-hmm. even better. Yes. Be still my heart. I'm not usually a, a mystery person. Like I'm not like, I don't actively seek out mystery except for Tana French. But when all of those elements come together just right, I'm like, ooh, sweet spot, sweet spot. What is it about the boarding school? Like that is the thing. Is it because we didn't go to we don't one have and one. we're yeah. like, oh, this world is just... Right. Probably what is this world? It's like it's like the closest thing you get to like Hogwarts. Yeah, <laughs> without yeah, the supernatural. But I also feel like the boarding school is unique in that it sort of has that like Agatha Christie Ruth where like closed campus, mm-hmm. like locked room mystery <clears throat> yes, feel to yes. it because you know there's a limited number of people who could have been involved, and that yeah. adds like a heightened element of suspense. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so after this, I can, that's the rest of my day and I can go read in my bed. Right. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I woke up today with like pandemic blues slash allergies of go-go. What is happening? Plus like, Oh, it's the middle of the week kind of thing. And I was like, well, it's time to read now. Right. I'm going to go talk to my friends on PBN and then I'm going to go read. That's not how my day is going to go. I do not have meetings the rest of the day. You don't? No, I I definitely do. That was a, bald face lie okay, well, <laughs> I couldn't tell you, your face is looking really I'm pretty sure I own the likeness I might have to be my next book because again yeah. that's one that I've like read so often yeah. that, um... now that I'm saying that I have to look and see if I own the secret place because I feel like that was one that I actually got from I, I do got... I have I have in the woods and uh the likeness oh, I, read both. Yes. I, I highly recommend because back to back oh so yeah good. yeah so good I love that we're all just like take out your I know, Take I was like, device. I gotta put a hold on this title. What's <laughs> here? Library. Like I'm so it. predictable. Do I have it? Also, I know we've talked about yes, that deliver it. later option. We've talked oh. about over delivery, but if I could just sing its praises one more time, it is it's it's not only that I have like so much choice, it's that also I get like that like excitement thinking about the person who was behind me being mm-hmm. like I thought I wasn't gonna get this yet and I'm uh, like here you go friend <laughs> exactly I did that with the I, I returned a book early because I, I just burned through it it wasn't the ninth house I actually own that one but it was something that I read really quickly and I, I love going to that page to be like yeah, I'll just let it sit no one's waiting for it or whatever but when I see one person waiting and it was like two in the morning I was like when you wake up tomorrow, this book morning. is going to be ready for you. Enjoy your day. Uh, yes. So the likeness Same. is available. Get it, get go. it, get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for those of you who don't know, yeah, Sydney and, and I turn everything are... into a jingle. Yes. We're also <laughs> frighteningly the same person. The like same we're... human. It's terrifying. I can confirm all of this. <laughs> <laughs> the number of times and we confirm. say the same thing at the same time is yeah. downright spooky. Can mm-hmm. confirm. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, thank you for the coming best. on and this talking. Delightful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jill. I can't wait to do this again. Can't wait to see you both in person and on yes. the webs. Also, all that. And I hope our listeners got some uh, new books to read. Um, or are feeling good about not reading. Like we're or feeling yes. good not about alone. Not reading. You're not alone. Yes. You are not alone. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening, and hope you enjoyed this episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast. 
Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can purchase these titles in Marketplace. Professional Book Nerds is proud to be an Evergreen Podcast signature program. To learn about other Evergreen podcasts, visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Our podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Adam Sokol and Jill Grunewald and presented by Rakuten Overdrive. For more information, visit professionalbooknerds.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.